Welcome to Massive Beers. My name's Matt, and I will be heading up north from North Jersey to visit with a little bit of Albany beer goodness in the form of Fiden Brewings, more specifically Steve from Fiden's. It's been a while since we've hit the road and gone out and about and visited some breweries and Late September, I was pegged for a trip to meet up with a bunch of friends in Albany to do a bunch of beer things and decided to reach out to a couple brewers along the way. And naturally, Steve was one of them. He was absolutely 100% on board for jumping on, and it was a fun time. This was recorded in late September. Uh, it took me a little bit longer to get out, as you may notice during the interview, like reference um, trying to get this out during our anniversary. A little bit of a tall order life, children, the whole nine. But uh, we sat down, had a great conversation over some beers and talked about, you know, beer in general, but his specific beer journey from, you know, being a beer lover, uh, beer line waiter, and, and uh, beer junkie, uh, like most brewers are, and opened his own brewery that is on everybody's top of mind when it comes to a lot of different styles, but more specifically the hazy games. So sit down, relax and enjoy our conversation with Steve from Fidens. Mm. That is good. They make really good beer down there. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah, we took their, their technique, uh, roast boil, and then put it back in the mash. And it was totally new for shit. Your first did. lager? First, this is the first one we have ever done. Ever done? Ever done. And yeah. I love it. And we're doing one again tomorrow. So, a couple tweaks I want to make to it. Uh, but... Uh, do you have the space to do lager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Without tying up too much of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. I can right right now. We have, we got a lot of tanks, so I can I can start really messing around. I want to start really doing other styles, uh, saisons and farmhouse stuff, and uh, that's uh, that's that's where I'm at. So. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta you gotta expand. Well, you have to you have to expand, but you also have to be able to expand so yeah you got to do what you uh, need to do in order to be able to do the things that you want to do in the future <laughs> you know what i mean i hear you dude um for those who don't know uh welcome to uh, the old podcast sitting down with uh steve from fighting what's going on homie how you doing uh i'm exhausted but you're also exhausted. Very exhausted why are you exhausted uh we just got back from hop harvest uh so we spent six days on the west coast selecting our hops so got in late last night What's it, you know, what's it like, like, you know, predominantly brewing, like, hot forward beers sure. and going from, like, trying to get what you can get to now being, like, people are probably like, hey, come check us out. Like, yeah. you get a little, there's doors open now. Yes. So, from, because you, what, how, what's your anniversary this weekend? Three years. Three years. How has that evolved? Just a whole, just hops alone from your procurement and how you used them and how it changed from, now. Yeah, I mean, again, when we first opened, it was, it was get what you can get, yeah, spot yeah. hops, uh, and then these hop, the hop salesmen, I guess, uh, they started hearing about us, they started approaching us, uh, getting a little better lots, uh, started working with Freestyle Hops out of New Zealand, uh, their, Sean Hill was kind of like the first one to really kind of work with them, and uh, when he came to me, he's like, yeah, we work with Sean Hill. I said, yeah, I don't know who you guys are. I, yes, let's work together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't have to ask many questions, right. you know what I mean? And uh, we got those hops, and it was mind-blowing, the difference. From just, I'll just say Nelson. Uh, Nelson is probably one of our uh, – people really enjoy our Nelson beers here, and they, it took a huge jump 
from just getting that quality. Uh, you know, a lot of times when you're just getting spot, you're getting blended, yeah. blended stuff that other people don't pick. So they just kind of blend it all together to make it uniform. It's not yeah. like it's a bad thing, yeah. but it's not. You can't. You, you really don't have that control of what you're looking for. Yeah. In a hop. And if you're looking for like really a profile, you're just kind of not that you're stuck with whatever, but it tends to be a little bit kind of muddled. Not muddled, but just it's ge not generic. It's just you don't have yeah. that pop. That yeah, you, you don't have that get. pop. Right. You don't have that pop, and that's why like you know you got to sensory every bag. You got to smell every bag before you put it in. Excuse me. Um. You know, like I to say, even when we were out there, we were picking Citra. They gave us like four, four lots we could choose from. And you have to do it completely blind. You don't have to, but we chose to do it blind. And so we went around and we picked and there was one that just stood out. Like, it was very like onion, garlic. Ooh. Yeah. I was, just, oh, yeah. I was like, eh, that's not what we're looking yeah, yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, but you rarely we, see that nowadays. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like surprised to even hear that. Yeah. So... We went around and we decided on a lot. Then after they show you, and that lot was picked two days after the lot we picked. Yeah. So it's just crazy in two days. Two days, the, the variance in just two days. Everything. Yeah, it was pretty wild. It was very, I learned a lot when I was out there. Uh, Simcoe for me was the star. The it was amazing. Yeah. This year's Simcoe crop. Is well, and you guys, I mean, you don't shy away from bitterness. You know, uh -huh. one of the, you know, the New England hazies, whatever you want to call it, people like, you know, people love your beers, but it's like, you know, you're not trying to drop out all that bitter. So, no. you know what I mean? Simcoe can get a little bit, you know what I mean? Bitter Simcoe can be bit, bitter, but, yeah. but if you, and also be like, we got peach. I mean, just, yeah. I mean, just tropical fruit punch. Yeah. Just peach on this uh, lot of Simcoe that we picked. So I'm, I'm super, super stoked. Yeah. You already get like, kind of like, churning and thinking about what you're going to be doing and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The, um, what's the ride been like just in general from the opening till now? Oh, you know, it's you're, been... You know, you're, you're, you're a line waiter. You're like, I love chugging beers. I love chugging hazies. So you want to open your brewery. What's the, that, that flip, that juxtaposition of being, you know, you did that now that people do it to you. It's got to right. be kind of wild. It is. Uh, it's wild. You know, it's very flattering. It's very grateful to see people that come here and travel. And we've got to meet, so many people from around the, this country and uh, got to go places. And it's just been, it's been fast, man. It's been, you know, we opened small tap room. Um, I was only brewing once a week, COVID hit. So we said, well, let's just shut it down, beer, beer to go. I was a teacher, phys ed teacher. So during COVID, I wasn't doing much. So yeah. I had a laptop and I had to check in. And that has allowed me to start brewing more. We could be open more days, sell more beer, get more, you know, get more tanks. And but it's got to be, it, it, it's got to be weird because then, you know, you just open your brewing and you're like, okay, now I can't sell my beer. Right. Really, you can, but then like you flip the script and do just to go. Right. Did you have that kind of like people like want your stuff? while you had the tap room open or do you yeah. think uh, yeah when, it took when, time it, when you when it flipped it kind of made it a little even more kind of crazy um we always had our business model was always kind of like that old school treehouse hill farms to to open was stay small mostly beer to go people come in have a couple beers take your we did growlers when yeah yeah open. take your growlers home and then that that's how it works so when covid hit it wasn't like a huge like oh my god what are we going to do uh, it was like, okay, let's kind of just stick to our plan. 
and uh, we were then we bought a crowler machine, and we would crowler. I mean everything by hand. Uh, about twenty one to twenty eight barrels a week. Jeez, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, crowling, and that was we we did that for a year straight. Yeah. And then when we got the canning line, and that's when things just kind of people Went. sleeping in the parking lot. <laughs> Because you know, we, were, we were only open on Saturdays, and we yeah. only really had enough beer for that one day. Yeah, yeah. So people would get here. I mean, our staff was getting here at 5.30, 6 a.m. on a Saturday. But now you're open, was it what? Was Wednesday, it through, Wednesday Saturday. through Saturday. Yep. And, like, yep. for example, like this week, you know, like, do you, are, do you still, like, sell out completely? No, no. Uh, we make enough beer. I mean, we do. Because you do drops outside of here. It's not like you just do. You don't do a ton, but right. No, like, we just we do the only the only drops that we do is stuff that we as owners we say you know what let's try to put some because there's still a lot of people that don't know who we are. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know what, and we have all these sales reps, and we're like, hey, you want to put a, a pallet for us? Like we just did one in Mass. Like hey, you want to throw one in Mass? So it's got to be work with Joe. He's like you know, so he'll just take a couple cases and just sprinkle it around. Yeah, yeah. just for more of a marketing purpose of like. Oh, I, I like I, what I see is like oh, I want to try this stuff and now I can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and then you know, and that's what it is because eventually we are going to have a tap room. Eventually, we're going to be kegging, and eventually that's going to be not going to be able to happen. You are going to have to come here. Yeah. But it, right now we we can put we put very small amount. I think we put like twenty cases out. You know, yeah, yeah. Just uh, just to get people like you yeah. said, like uh, people find out each other. I know my one friend out at Buffalo. They tend to get stuff. Like, so, yeah, on a once reg. in a while, yeah, we send no, it. Yeah, yeah semi regularly. You know what I mean? Like once a month or something like mm -hmm. that. So, and then you, you know, like that's the craziest thing about it is that, like, there's, you got to find a balance between people wanting the beer and people actually getting the beer. Because if everybody wants it and they can't get it, and then it's just like they get frustrated with it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, they're it's like, yeah, whatever, but uh, screw that. I can't yeah. get it. But it, it, actually getting beer into people's hands, it's not like you don't want people to have it and make it all like sacred and stuff. Right, exactly. That was um, never the plan. Because as a beer fan yourself, it's kind of like you have to find some kind of balance. Because you know you want people to drink your beer, but at the same time, you, you can't make an, you can't like um, the business model you have and where you at or you where you at it as a brewery. It's not like you can do like huge production stuff. Do you right. know what I mean? Because what size barrel system? Seven. Seven barrel system. And, yeah. and how and many fermenters? Uh, we have we have ten sevens and six fifteens. And how often do you brew every twice every day? Monday through Friday, twice doubles. Every yeah. Day. And then, like, you're talking about your anniversary that's coming up. Um, it's coming mm -hmm. up. When is it? Next, yeah, next weekend, week. which would be, what's the date on that? Our anniversary would be September 20, uh, 8th, I think. <laughs> no, you're just going to do, like, um, like every day do different kinds yeah, of we got some. Yeah, we got some really fun stuff coming up. Uh, really excited. We've met a lot of fun people in this in this uh, industry, and uh, and you know we have some fun stuff coming up. Yeah, we do different drops every day, and yeah. You know, what are you most excited about? Oh, uh, we got a really this stout coming up. It's probably one of my favorite stouts we have done. What's it? Sure. What's it all about? It's a uh, it's a uh, it's got it's collab with Ape State, and it is uh, coconut almonds and uh, cacao nibs and. Uh, We've been really working hard on our base, uh, on our stout. Um, we don't brew a lot. Of, I mean, we are going to start brewing. Very, you're going to see a lot of different styles coming out of us. You know, I would say the next six months is going to be a big transition for our business. Uh, we got some stuff going on that I really can't talk about right now. But hopefully, <laughs> in like hopefully in like about a month, we can share with people. 
um, that you're going to see things change for, for the better, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, but, you know, we've been working on a lot of stuff. Uh, we've got some beer and barrels now. We, we, you know, it's just, it just the reason that people are like, oh, you just brew hops, and it's like, I, I get that. And hops is what, hops is the style that we love, and that's the style yeah. that we wanted to do. And, and, but like during the pandemic, right when I only have so many tanks, like I can turn hops over in 17 to 21 days. The other styles take a little while. Yeah, yeah. And now that we have more tank space, I can start expanding. Tinkering. Yes. Start tinkering. Yeah, I'm excited about it. What's so. the, um, where, where, what were your roots? Like with just straight homebrew and then just homebrew? Kind of, yeah. I, uh, just, we, we made our own system. The, uh, our, our first uh, logo with the three vessels. Yeah, if you look at the cans, you usually see that's on most that, of the cans. Yeah, yeah, that was on our really like our early cans. We've kind of drifted towards like the fightings yeah, uh, kind one, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, that one right there. <laughs> so we've uh, kind of done that, and then um, it's uh, just homebrewed for a while. Um, beer for homebrew says, I was like, this is actually tasting pretty good. Uh, we used to, I'd make a 10 gallon batch and I would put it in little growlers, 16 ounce growlers, and I would just go around and just hand it to people. Like, you know, beer people that I knew that would be honest with me. And they're like, at first, they're like, I don't want to drink this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, oh, that's pretty good. And I was yeah, like, yeah. okay. And then, and then my, I had my other partner, Tim, and uh, there was another partner. He's not with us anymore. He laughed. And we were kind of just like, let's go for it. And. We were self-funded, so, I mean, we just kind of went out and got what we could afford. Um, the reason we had the space over there now, it was the cheapest we could find because we wanted to put all the money into the equipment because we knew that beer, if the beer is good, it will sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah beautiful, fancy places, all fun and games. It is. But if, you, if the product sucks, who's going to come and sit right. in it, you know? Right, and that, so that was kind of like the that, that drive. And then just started... Uh, Worked here for about a year, doing both teaching and teaching and uh, brewing, and then <clears throat> got to the point where I just couldn't teach anymore. And yeah, had to leave. So. Uh, the um, you know, it, like you said, you do more than just like hoppy forward hazy stuff. But mm. was there a? But you're known for that. Like a lot of people mm -hmm. do know. Again, you love those beers, like you just yeah. said. Is was there like? Um, a trick. What well, What's the thing that you think made your beers, your hazy beers, be uh, people dig on them? Like, was yeah. there a specific thing that you were like, okay, this is for us. This is like not. You don't have to give secrets, obviously, but they're like, no, was it like a water chemistry thing. Was it a, a water hop yeah. thing? With like, like, or a, a timing thing on hops? Like for you, what was your big thing for you? I mean, it was just a lot of experimentation. I brewed so many homebrew batches. We tried. I mean, would try everything. Try this. Try that. And. Uh, and then, of course, then when you get here and you brew on a, I don't know, you know, the first yeah. professional bag. <laughs> Air <right>? quotes, by the way. Professional. As a home brewer, the first I was like, ah, okay, here we go. And I was like, our first batch came out terrible. You know, it just doesn't scale to, like, home brew to the, it just, it just, it, it doesn't yeah. scale. And then, uh, so it was just a lot of reps. And then it was just, uh, I got to say, man, I read about every book. I listened to every podcast of uh, the brewers that I, and, and then they would like, I almost feel they would like, they would talk their process. And at first I didn't really know what they were talking about. Then as I got into this, I'd be like, bingo. Okay. You learned language I, I, I a little that. bit better. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, now I understand. I understand yeah. that. I understand what this, this uh, means. I understand what that means. 
uh, I would say water chemistry. Uh, a book, I got this from, uh, it was an interview with John Kimmich. It was uh, Brewing Lager Beer by uh, Greg Noonan. Okay. And in that book, it, it's extensive water chemistry. And it's not just, it's not just, uh, it goes into ales as well. Yeah. And there were some things in there and mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, I, I like what he's saying there. So, like, then I kind of put that approach to, to our beer here with our water chemistry, I, and it, it worked. And then uh, Scott Janis is, like, a like huge influence of mine. Uh, we've done some beers with Scott. We're actually going down at the end of October. <clears throat> They're doing a stout, and we're working with, uh, with them on that. So I'm nice. excited with that. And Scott Janis, that book, the new IPA book that he that came out, that thing, everybody that likes a style should read that book. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's just that it's almost it, like mandatory. Reading. Well, he, yeah, he yeah. just lays it out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it's like, and when we had this conversation. He's like, I want to give you the information and then you take it and then you kind of go where you want. with it. Yeah, I'm arming you with the with the ammunition like you right. find your way. How, did, how does that like and that's a question I wanted to ask because it's like you fine tune your uh, your beer so well. Like you talked about like diving in the other styles, like doing collaborations yeah. like that. When you get so, do you find yourself getting set in your ways? Do you get nervous venturing out of your comfort zone with different stuff? Like your process, no. your process, or you're all you're always one. As far as like hops, you mean? Or in general, in, in, in the whole uh, process. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, like when we do like collabs, obviously we sit down and we talk recipe. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times, like collabs is like, all right, well, we talk recipe, then we do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. I, I like to try it. I'm very set in my ways. I know, like, but it's a collab, and I'm like, all right, let's let's try it. And sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. Uh, but I, I I'm excited to to venture out into different styles. I mean, like right now we're sipping on like our, our first our first pills, Italian pills that came out. I'm excited. Want to tweak it? Want to dive a little more into that? Like I said, I want to uh, I want to get into sours, and I want to get into you know barrel aging sours, barrel saisons and all that stuff, which will come. So I'm excited actually. Like, yeah. I love a challenge. I love to to dive into stuff. And plus we have a lot of friends in this industry that I know if I just say, hey man, I got a quick question. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, yeah. Da, da, da. And, and, they, and they do the same thing with us. We're like, hey, yeah, yeah. what do you do with this? No problem, dude. Got you. And that's like the one thing about this industry is like, yeah, is there secrets? Like, I, don't, I don't think everybody gives away everything. Yeah. But they help. And yeah. it's, it's, it's been awesome. Sure. What, um, what, uh, like, when you were getting into this, or even now today, like, what, what turns you on when it comes to beer? Do you drink everything, or is there specific stuff that you grab? Oh, I, oh me? Low alcohol. Yeah, fuck uh, yeah, dude. I'm a low alcohol guy. I used to be, give me the eight. Yeah, now eight it's and like, a half you, you want to drink beer now. I want to drink it. Like, oh, God, man. I, yeah, I, I don't want to have one, one can, and I'm like, oh, my God. I got <laughs> to stop. No, I, it's low alcohol. It's, uh, I love, I love, uh, I actually, right now, the style that's really, uh, I like is like West, West Coast. Cause you just did your first Westie, right? We've done a couple. Okay. We've done like four or five Westies and it's the first one sold. Okay. And then I, then, I mean, it sold. And then I kept getting feet that beer like, yo, that, yo thanks, that was really good, man. Thanks for making it. It was so different. It was clean. Yeah. It was, and then I was like, yeah, but then the second one came, sold. So now it's like one of the, it's one of the probably top two or three. If when it comes out, it's usually sold out within that week. Yeah. Is it one of your favorite beers you've ever made? Yeah. Oh, 
I don't know, but I remember, but right now, like drinking wise, like it is. What's the ABV on it? Uh, the one we have now is a 5.5. It's a yeah, West, Coast, West Coast Pale. Uh, we got one called from Diego to the Bay, which is like seven and a half. Uh, I fell in love like with that style. I would say maybe about a year ago. Didn't you take a trip out west? Yeah, to San Diego. And, yeah. Uh, North Park makes <laughs> some of the best <laughs> West Coast. Um, so Kelsey, I was out there. And I'm like, dude, this is like it, it's different than the old school West Coast with like a little more malt presence. And yeah. This is it's just hops and a clean, crisp, drinkable format. Just hops. And I was like, what are you doing? And he's just like, here, here's the recipe, try it. And I was like, thanks, dude. <laughs> now, let's put it, did you come back and verbatim that? Or did you, because I assume your system is probably. It's are, different. Are yeah, you have to tweak. I mean, it was, yeah. when I say recipe, it's basically, here's my grain bowl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Here's, here's what we do for grain. Uh, here's, you know, hop it like this, uh, try this. You know, obviously everything is, you know, no two brewers are going to make the same beer yeah, yeah, yeah. alike. So. We have our, our twist, our process, our systems are different. But it was, I, I uh, love it. I How has it evolved from, like, the first to second oh, it's, the third? Oh, yeah. First yeah. one was, like, <laughs> first one, like, I, I, I found the stuff. I think the first one was, like, 8.4% or something like that. And I'm like, it's good, but I think the style really shines in, like, that seven. Yeah. Seven and a half and below. Yeah. I, that's why I think the sound yeah, yeah, yeah. shines. I think yeah. when you get a little higher in alcohol, a little more sweetness comes out yeah, in that. It's a, yeah, it's still just a little bit too kind of like hard candy sweetness and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of my, one of my style. Now, I love pale ales, um, hazy pales, uh, pilsners, lagers. Uh, you know, we were just out, out there and I was drinking. Uh, Portland is a huge, huge lager town and it was, it was nice. I mean, they make some... Every brewery we went to was phenomenal. And then, like, especially, it's, it's wet hop season, so they're doing fresh hop beers, which that blew my mind. And then, like, what, what's it been like for you up here? Like, you're in Northwest Albany. You're kind of you're, – you're outside of what I call, like, the Hudson Valley area. Yeah. You're kind of out here on your own. There's not, is there a ton of breweries out this way? It there is. There is? There is, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's a bunch of breweries out, out this way, yeah. Yeah. And how's like this area? Like, have you found that like a lot of people in this area were like, were they beer hungry prior to you opening, or have you kind of I think locals kind of turned into, uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I, I we I think this area has always been a kind of a really good beer area. Yeah, it's a. I mean, a lot of people from here were driving an hour and a half, two hours to Treehouse all the time. Yeah, yeah I was one of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then then a bunch of other breweries started started popping up that were making really quality beer and people weren't making that trip anymore. And yeah. I, I think it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was an area that, uh, as I always loved beer and it was kind of like, um, I don't want to say untapped, but it was, it wanted more breweries. And now there's a lot of good breweries in the area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's gotta be, um, what was I going to say? Like, What's it like as like a beer drinker, the person that's driving the treehouse, the person that's driving all those places? Now that you're doing the collabs with them, it's got to be kind of a little bit surreal, you know. Yeah. As, a, as a, like not to say fanboy, but it's like you know you you, kinda, right. you know you have you, your moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like <laughs> yeah. you know you love these people now. It's more like like oh shit, 
you know, I'm making beer with this person. And, yeah. and, and then you get to see like a little bit of the behind the curtain stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even as a brewer, like, you know, some, some of these breweries can be while open about some process can be kind of like kind of off put with, no, I don't want to show you everything, but now right. you get to see a little bit more of the inside. Like how has that been kind of going through that process? No, it's been cool. Um, it's been cool. I mean, we worked, I think we worked with Equilibrium was, I don't know, was that our first collab? I don't I think it might have been like our first collab, and that was like, and then we started working with other half. We're close with other half. Um, uh, Sam came up here, and I was like, Sam was like graining out that day, and I was just like, yo, this is wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, J- JC from Trillium was here a couple months ago, and he was, he was mad cool. We just sat down and talked, and we talked business, and, and just picking that guy's brain, like business wise, and it was like, I'm just really like impressed with what these guys grew. And yeah. Really, if you think about it, a short amount of time. I mean, a crazy short amount yeah. of time. Like yeah. insane. Like you know what I mean? Equilibrium. You speak about that. Like I remember when they first opened. It was all oh, what six years ago, seven years about ago. That, yeah. And it's yeah. just like you know, first time I went there, I was like, oh, this place open. This is great. And now it's just like, goddamn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your stuff's everywhere, and and it's just like people are digging it, and and how you can move that fast. You know what I mean? And and grow that during a freaking pandemic, yeah. all things. You know. And yeah. had people just digging your stuff and become this kind of, I don't want to say like globally thing, but, you know, I see people like sweating on their beers and a bunch of other people's beers outside of the States and, and, and different places and stuff that and see like these kind of things grow. It's got to it's gotta be fun to be part of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, yeah. in a sense that like one of the dumbest things in the world is like KZIP is easy. You know what I mean? I don't think it's easy. There's a lot of people making a lot of shit, and and it's not easy to do. And people take it for granted sometimes, like it's like ah, oh, it's basic. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. just make it, but it's it takes a lot to do, and it makes it takes a lot to do it and do it really, really, really well. Yeah, it's very expensive and, to do it. Really, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, it's just super cheap. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. And it, it, it's it's. It definitely seems like it's got to be like a surreal thing, you know yeah. what I mean? Because like getting to work with people, whether you make music or or make beer or whatever, when you get to kind of catch up and hang out with your peers and collaborate and stuff like that, it's just kind of why you, I guess, kind of why you do it. Yeah, you know what I mean, as a community and just chill and hang and do a lot of kind of fun stuff, you know? Yeah, no, uh, that aspect of it was always really fun. Um, that's kind of what drew me to this, like you know, like just going to these other breweries and then like making friends with people and when I was waiting in line because we all have that common interest. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like in the brewing industry, everybody has that common interest. Uh, we go to these beer festivals together and get to meet everybody from around the country. And it's, it's it is, you know, everybody is super cool. It's, it is the coolest industry. <laughs> it is just a really good industry. The, um, you're talking about like doing different things. You said you can't really speak about right. what's coming up. But like, like, like you are you growing in this spot and you're staying here or your ultimate goals do you think is to kind of move somewhere else um or do you have to move somewhere else to do the things you want we don't have to move somewhere else to do the things we want to do yet okay uh what we want again we always wanted to grow at a rate where we had enough beer people could drink it and we could sell everything in our tap room or out out the door so that's the kind of rate that we're growing we could stay here for a little while uh, we can still grind it out here, uh, but I don't know, three, four years from now, I don't know. You know, I don't know. 
What's your uh, what's your biggest hurdle right now when it comes to making your beer? Like, is it is it is it is the has the hot procurement got easier? Is malt bad? You know, talk about the CO two shortages and all yeah. those kind of things. Is it, like, what are the things that people don't realize that you have to deal with on a daily basis? That's like, goddamn. Oh, it's just. Uh, I would say just the things that go wrong during the day. It's like. It's never smooth. Half brewer, half engineer. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, really got to yeah, fix yeah. it, figure out a yeah, way to Yeah, yeah, we're it. lucky. We have a really good guy. His name's Greg. Uh, he is he's our saving grace. Like we, we call Greg every day. <laughs> Yo, Greg, this, this is not working. This is not working. This is not working. And if you don't have those guys, you're, you're, you're screwed. I mean, it, you are screwed. This is uh, brewing is probably like 90% cleaning, 5% fixing stuff, and then 5% brewing <laughs> you know it's uh yeah it's just the hurdles of and it's just like the other things too like uh, especially with everything uh getting cans for a while was a was a was a you know at our size yeah our size at the time it was like every week we're like hounding these guys to make sure we could get cans uh you know grain is grain is available but grain has gone up everything has gone up like crazy yeah it's gone up like crazy so it's like we are we will not compromise what we put into our beer. We want our beer to always be the same. So it's now finding other ways to be like, all right, we got to do this. It's not, not process wise, but just like business wise, yeah. operations wise to make, to say, Hey, you know, cause I, we don't want to raise prices if we don't have to. Uh, so it's just, the, you know, it's day-to-day operations. I mean, I, uh, I've, I, I brew once in a while. I have two brewers that work under, yeah, underneath me. Yeah. I like brew. That. I still brew once in a while. I got two brewers that work, work underneath me. So now we're like, my role is, is, is quality control, it's recipes, it's, you know, it's dealing with vendors all the time, mm-hmm. and dealing with employees and dealing with that stuff. So it's just different challenges. All the really fun stuff. <laughs> that's what you're I mean, the quality control is fun. Quality control uh, is fun. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. But yeah, all the logistics behind running a business, you yeah. know, it's like, it's one of those things, again, people don't realize. It's like, yeah. you know, you just don't come in here and dance around and brew it and no. go home. You know, you have people that rely on you. You right. have people that have expectations of right. you. And you got to fill those things, you know. Yeah. And, when, and it comes the end of the week, you know, you can't get cans. You can't get uh, materials and stuff like that. It's like, you can't just be like, oh, well, yeah. well next week we'll figure it yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, luckily we are, I, uh, my other partner, Tim, is, uh, Tim is, Tim is the man. Tim makes sure we have all that stuff. Uh, like I said, there's three of us, uh, myself, Tim, and Alan. Uh, we will be bringing on some more, some more people. But it's myself, Tim, and Alan, and we work really well together. Uh, Tim's a CPA. He does all the, the, the background, the, the, the work nobody sees that I would hate to do. Yeah. <laughs> so he does all that. Alan is our marketing. He does all, the, all our photos. Uh, he, does, he helps manage and run this place. So it's, we, have a, we have a really good team. But it's, it's a team. I mean, it's... You know, when you, when you start this, it's like, oh, I'll make beer. And then you're like, all right, it got real. Like, <laughs> now it's like, now it's a business. And the, you gotta uh, learn. Um, what do you think sets you apart when it comes to like, um, like your hop forward stuff in general? Like, um, like, like, where, like hop additions in specific places, stuff like that? Do you yeah, think? I, I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's process. Yeah. Uh, water, process. We are very careful with oxygen. I mean, we burn through CO2 like mad. Like, like mad. Uh, that's why they, they love us. <laughs> yeah. They love us. But, you know, we burn, we burn through it. Uh, this, especially with this style, oxygen is, yeah. it's a killer. It's, yeah. it's such a killer. So, you know, 
spending a little bit on, to purge something, spending an extra time to purge it, to me, it's worth it. Uh, especially the amount of time and, you know, hops are not cheap. Hops are not cheap. Uh, hops are expensive. The amount, we, we use a good amount of hops in our, in our, in our beer. Um, so we want to make sure when the customer, all through the process till it's canned, we want to make sure we keep as much oxygen out as possible uh, so they can have that product. Because a lot of people come to us, and we just basically just, sometimes when they come in, they can get a little sample cup. But they're, they're trying beer without even sampling it. And they're buying it and taking it home. Based on a, yeah. Based on an expectation of right. what they assume you Right, you so that's, I take that very seriously because it just takes one bad experience and you're like, nope, I'm done. You know, so we want to, we make sure the process, if a beer doesn't taste right, it goes down the drain. Luckily, we've only had to do that a couple times. Uh, a lot of that it was... never gets easy, though. No, but <laughs> I could, we just can't. We yeah. won't put it out. I mean, we've only done it... And the only times we've had to do that is we had, like, power outages where fermentation went out of control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, no, down, down the drain. And it is what it is. It's not... It just... It is, it's part of the game. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I would say, you know, we got a great staff, and it's just, it's just our process, our hop, you know, the hop additions, where we put them, what we do. You know, without getting like too many. Uh... <laughs> but, yeah. No, man, it's like uh, one of those things where, yeah, no, it's because it, it, you know, there's people that still put that stuff out, and they just because yeah. they can't afford it. But yeah, you you put that out, it it it, it costs way more in the long run. You know, it's kind of like similar to like, you know, I think you know, Equilibrium as an example went through it. You know, they they went so they had to go so hard into distro after pandemic hit because they just had a new facility is that a lot yep. of their beers ended up sitting on the shelf and they couldn't do anything about it because that's yeah. the process they had to go through. And, you know, it, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, you know, you try to get your best product out there in people's hands and you want it to be as representative of who you are. Um, so if you're just kind of cutting corners like that, like, oh, I think it's, it's fine. Just put it in the right. can. You can't because people are just going to be like, screw that noise. I'm not going to no, pay that money. I'm not going to drive back out there. There's too much good beer out there. That's the thing. There's too much good beer. So really good beer. So right. you can't, you can't cut corners like right. that. Right. There's too much good beer. Um, I'm very grateful for everybody that takes that drive to come out to see us. And you know, when there's, they could drive a much shorter distance, you know, so you know, there's a reason they're coming here and I want to keep them coming here. And, yeah. and we will never, I mean, that is like been day one. The beer is always first, always comes first, you know. I mean, we had that, that little, I mean, it wasn't, like our tap room was basically a homemade bar with a cool box and, some, and that was it. Yeah. Because we, we didn't care. Now, the ownership, you were talking about ownership team here. How many people are partners in here? There's three. There's three. Right you and then there was. Tim and Alan. Tim and Alan. And those are the originals plus minus one that was. Uh, Tim and I yeah. were the original, then one left. And then Alan, yeah. Alan was our first employee. I met Alan at a beer share and he said, hey, I want to clean tanks. And I was like, I want to learn. I want to learn. I want to come yeah, in and yeah. clean tanks and learn. I was like, yes. Well, that's what was my question. A lot, <laughs> like a lot of the people that involved, are they the people that you went out and about with? Yeah. Um, Garrett, who's here now. Garrett was one of our first employees. Anthony, who is our head brewer. Uh, he was one of our first employees. Uh, Anthony would come here, like, we were doing crowlers. He was a teacher as well. So he would get here at, like, 3 in the morning and feel crowlers to, like, 6. Go to work, and then he would come back. And I was just like, damn. Like, I was yeah. just, so Anthony's, 
Anthony, uh, yeah, he's a, Anthony's like my right-hand man, like, when it comes to that, that side, for sure. Uh, yeah, and Alan came and, and realized, you know, this guy's, we need to keep this guy. <laughs> so we offered him some ownership, and uh, now he's, he's part of the, part of the. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, who traveled the furthest yet to come here? We had a couple from Poland. Yeah, nice. That came in here. I was not here. Anthony texted me. It was last week. And I was just, yeah. And they came, it was like they're on their honeymoon. And the husband was like so excited. And they, they walked him around, let him take pictures. And that to me, that's just, I was like, damn, that's, that's, it's just cool that your product makes somebody that excited and happy. And, uh, the, you know, you, you originally had the tap room and then you kind of mm-hmm. mixed it with, with COVID and stuff. And you said the ultimate goal is to get back to that. Yeah. Like, because that's like as much as you said, like it wasn't really like a huge part of your business. It was mostly to go. Yeah. But it, you probably get like you're missing a lot of like instant feedback. Yeah. A lot of times from because you have quality control here in house, but it's always nice to have random people. Yeah, because like, it's got to miss that a little. Bit, I do because people people, can, people taste beer differently. Yeah, yeah. Like you and I could have the same beer, and I'm like, I pick up this. You go, yeah. really? Yeah. I get this, and that's cool, and I I, I like yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I do miss that. I do miss, it's just that tap room experience. Uh, hopefully soon. We can, uh, like I said, we got some stuff coming up, so hopefully we can make that happen. Again. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm dancing <laughs> around stuff because I know probably some of this stuff you can't really talk about. No, nah, so I can't. Like, ah. I can't just yet. Yeah, I don't want to put stuff out there until we're, we're very close to being able to tell people what's going on. Right? Until everything is signed. Uh, yeah, the X's and O's and, X's and, and, O's and, and yeah. I's and T's, baby. Right. Um, so... So, yeah, I, I do miss that, um, you know, because it is great to hear people taste something and be like, I, I don't really like this. Like, I, mean, I could taste something, yeah, this might be the best batch we made. And you're like, eh, it's all right. <laughs> uh, what, what was the beer? Uh, maybe, I don't know if that would be. There's got to be a beer that you made that you're like, man, I don't know. And people fucking oh, um, loved it. It was, uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you right now, I, I, st- I still don't brew it because I hate it. Uh, <laughs> it was SQ, Socratic Questioning 5. We used a new type of yeast because I, I like to play. We have our house yeast, and I like to, I like to play with other yeasts yeah. and see what it does. And I just, I was, just, I was ready to dump it. Yeah. I was like, I do not like this. Who talked you out of it? My other partners. Like, this yeah. is actually good. And I was like, I don't like it. I just don't like it. So, like, let's just see what happens. And if, if it's not, then we'll say, okay. So, and it wasn't, I mean, listen, it was nothing, I think it was just a taste. Um, some of the hops uh, I, I wasn't crazy about, and it just had a little bit more of a bite that I didn't want in it. And uh, so, we put it out, and like, no, this beer is awesome. <laughs> and I was like, and now I was kind of like, all right, maybe I can't always go off my palate. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason we have other people here. Yeah, yeah. And, I, but I still remember that, and I still haven't made it since. But I just, I, yeah, that's the one. How, I mean, you, you, how much do you let, like, outside influence kind of direct you guys? You, uh, know, you have to pay attention to the attacks. You can't not pay attention, but. Of course, everybody pays attention. Everybody yeah. see, I mean, on, let's say on, on Untapped, which well, so Untapped's been very good to us. Um, our ratings are, are, are good on Untapped. But, you know, so you see the, there's always negative. Uh, I, I, at first, I used to be like, but now it's just like, for one, I don't really pay attention to it that much anymore. Yeah. We have people that 
obviously look at it. If it's something that needs my attention, they bring it to me. If it's something that's like, you know. Yeah. I guess talking with other brewers that have been in this game for a long time, they're like, like don't even, don't even. Facebook. Because there's a lot that take it personally. Like, they can't oh, help it. Hey, you know? No, and you, you're right. It's something that you, you work so hard for. And you think you're like, you know, it's, you're, just, you're very proud of this product. And then some people just don't like it. And you got to be able to accept that. Yeah. You know, and, and then you also got to be able to look in the mirror and say, well, is there a reason why they're not saying that? Is that like maybe something is off? Yeah. You can't be like, oh, this is the best. And that's it. And maybe, uh, maybe we could tweak this. And maybe we could try that. Also, sometimes you just got to ignore it. When you're not here. Yeah. You're drinking beers. What are you chugging nowadays? Like, is there any, uh, not your own beer? Uh, my own beer? Oh, I love uh, well, any Suarez cans I can get my hands on. <laughs> I drink that. Uh, great brewery, about 40 minutes from here, Wayward Lane. I love Adam's stuff. He uh, Never, actually never even oh, heard of it. Oh, worth your time. Yeah, worth yeah. your time. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. we're, we'll take, go west, east. Uh, it's about west. Okay. It's about 45 minutes west of here in Schoharie. Uh, his stuff is fantastic. I'm a big, big fan of his stuff. Um, he makes a lot of really good classic styles. He makes hazy stuff as well. But yeah, yeah. He's real, real deal. He's a good friend of ours. We've done some collabs with him. Um, let's see what else. Like, do you ever just like drink like like beer flavored beer? Oh, like Miller. Yeah, <laughs> of yeah. course. What's Listen. your favorite macro lager? Oh, a friend of mine, Joe Senegali, wanted me to ask you what your favorite. My macro. favorite macro Joe's lager. Arcade, Joe. Yeah, I know, I know, I, I know, Joe. Yeah, I know, Joe. Uh, my favorite macro. Oh God! Actually, was just, I was just drinking Coors Banquet uh, out in Yakima yeah. with our with our hop yeah, wrap. Yeah, little grenade bottle. One. Yeah, yeah, I was drinking those. Uh, <laughs> I would have to say High Life, another High Life. Yeah, me too. It's, I think that's like it's everybody's good because it's really fucking good. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's that's like potable yeah. water in a very delicious way. You know, it was uh, every place we go. It was High Life. Every yeah. brewery event, <laughs> like everybody has their beer, but there's highlight. <laughs> was there something you had out out there that you're like never had before, and you're like, man, these people, fucking damn. Oh yeah, the uh, guard. Yeah. Sa- sour, like the, that, it, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Roos, this brewery called Roos. They had a uh, fresh hop strata beer. Fantastic. Yeah, Fresh Hop was just coming out right out there. Like, yeah, it has been out for. I mean, it depends on the picking season. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, but it was it was really good. Uh, Great Notion had one Mo- mosaic Fresh Hop that was killer. Uh, Freem, yeah, I, I love that fuck. And we stopped in, so we were coming back, and we had to stop at that place. Especially if you're like a low ABV drinker, yeah. they make a lot of like. You know, like their house um, pale ale or whatever. It's like, I think it's like, what is it, foreign change or something? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. No, we stopped. We stopped. We had lunch there. Had a couple beers. Uh, it was, the Pilsner was excellent. It was excellent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, for, that area is like, the amount of good beer out there is crazy. Yeah. But it's honestly, it's getting, uh, you know, up here, we're not doing too no, shabby. No, we're the not. Northeast, you we're know. Not. It's just a different vibe. You know what I mean? Much different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't, really, I don't know if there's line culture out there. Like, the, I'm not that. I mean, line culture has died a lot down, but like, it, it, like I talked to a lot of brewers. Like, no, like yeah, it, it's not. You know, it's not like that. It's, uh, it's, it is a different vibe. It's, it's, it's cool. It's 
It's yeah. very, very cool. It's very yeah, chill. Not, not different in a bad way. Just no, different no, in a, in a no. Different way, in a exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different in a good way. Different. Not, not. It's just different. You know, like we tell them what happens out here, and they're like, "Oh, that's awesome. That's cool." You know, because we, we, this is what we know. You yeah. Know, we yeah. Go out there, and they're like, "Oh, that's. I like that. That's chill." Yeah. The um, I'm gonna try to actually post this this week. Okay. Um, because you're having your anniversary. Is there any specific stuff? You'd want to like let people know about the anniversary in general, like as far as like, are you gonna be open any additional time? No, I'm not gonna be on additional time. It's just you're gonna do specific drops and specific days. Yeah, and specific yeah. Beers. Yeah, I would tell you until the beer is canned. I don't like to say anything until it's canned. We, we can. Yeah. We can this and uh, bottle the stout on Friday. Uh, that's coming out. But I never like to say anything. And then, oh, you said it was just covered up. You say you <laughs> bottled the stout? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're doing bottles. And- oh, we've been doing, we bottle our, we, bottle, we, got, a, we got a bottle. Okay. I didn't know if you were going to do a can versus bottle, whatever. Uh, I like bottle. Yeah. I'm bottle guy. Yeah. Sure. 500 mils? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yes. Awesome, man. Dude, appreciate you sitting down, hanging out, no problem, chatting, man. man. Um, fucking, this Pilsner is really good. Thank you, man. I was, uh, it's, that was a long day. I was, yeah. uh, not long, but it was just like, uh, just like a lot to take in. Yeah, lot. I mean, wise. well, this is out of out of the out of the comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, so yeah. it's like IPAs. Not that I'm on autopilot, but I've done it. We do them all the time, so it's yeah. like, I know if this goes wrong, boom, yeah, boom, boom, yeah, yeah. But this is like, uh, you know. Uh, what was the hardest part? It was temperature just, control, or to, it was our our system is really tough for this style. Yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's hard. So yeah, temperature, getting those step mashes correct, and everything. Yeah. It was, we 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 got it, but it was uh, <laughs> it was a process for sure. But yeah. so they're here. They're turning strictly lager. <laughs> no more stouts. No more hazies. All you're getting is sub five percent drinking gears from now on. You, oh, if only, right? If only. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's a great style. But hazies. We'll do hazies till. Yeah, that's right. Awesome. Hey, we'll do hazies forever. Do you feel? Do you feel hazies get a bad rap to a certain extent? Like people view it as like a yeah. little bit of kind of like a juvenile beer or something. Yeah, like that. I, I, not, it, I don't know. I feel they. Or do you think it's just an easy pun, easy punching bag? Like people are like, ah, they can just make fun of it. I think it might be a little bit of both. Yeah. Like I, I think you see, you know. To me, it's like, I, I, like I don't like you drink what you want to drink. Yeah, don't yuck someone's yum. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I have certain styles that are not that are my favorite. Doesn't mean they're bad. Yeah. I got have certain styles that I love. Yeah. There's a you big know? difference between a bad beer and a beer you don't like. Not all the people delineate. Right, and that. that's and that's my thing. Like, if it's not your style, it's not your style. It doesn't mean there's anything flawed. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with it. You just personally don't like it. And it's to me, it's like like cooking almost like yeah. I know I don't like Brussels sprouts don't eat Brussels sprouts could be the best Brussels sprouts ever you know you love it just put cheese on them next time anyway. <laughs> awesome dude I appreciate you sitting yeah, down yeah no problem um, you want to plug your, your your stuff let people know where to find you how to find you uh, we are uh, we're open Wednesday uh, Wednesday through Friday 3 to 7 Saturday 11 to 3 10 walk away uh, Albany New York 12205 and maybe a month from now, you're going to hear a whole lot of yeah, crazy hopefully. stuff. Hopefully. We'll see what's what, but good things in the future. And, and uh, yeah, awesome, man. Good luck on the anniversary. Thank you. Cheers, homie. All right.